The message you're about to listen to is by Reverend Dr. Femi Olaleye of Oikea Christian Center. Remain blessed as you listen. Okay, are you ready? Psalm 91. Remember, <laughs> remember what we have been saying. We've been bringing out Christ from the Old Testament writing, showing us that Christ is the essence of the Old Testament. All right, Christ is the logos of the Old Testament. Now, remember what we said about logos? What is logos? Logos is the what? Explanation of a thing, right? Right? All right, St. John's Gospel, chapter 1, verse 1, it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. We said that the expression word is the Greek word logos, and logos means the explanation. All right? It means the explanation. It means the reason. It means the intent. It means the logic of a thing. So, for example, if we give you the arithmetic progression, 2, 5, 8, 11, 14, 17, what's the next number? 20. What's the next number? 23. What's the next number? 26. What's the next number? 29. Why are you able to know what the next number is in the progression? You are able to know because you understand the logic. Are you seeing that? So that means that if you understand the logic, you understand, all right, or you have that the progression is explained to you. So Jesus being the logos of God means that Jesus is the explanation of God. Jesus being the logos of the Old Testament, it means that Jesus is the explanation of the Old Testament. You would not understand the Old Testament outside of the person of Jesus because it is in Jesus that all things in the Old Testament consist. Everything is held together, all right, in the Old Testament through the revelation of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So we were able to see all right, that the tree of um, knowledge of good and evil, the tree of life, all those things were concepts in the Old Testament trying to explain something to us. We explained last week that the eating, all right, when God says to Adam, thou shalt not eat of it, we, what was he talking about? He was not talking about eating with his mouth. He's talking about eating with his what? With his what? With his heart, all right? And um, um, man, okay, did not eat of the tree he was to eat of, okay? He didn't eat of the living bread that cost men to live forever. Rather, he chose to what, attain eternal life away from Christ, and that is where death came from. Praise God. Praise God. All right, that's where death came from. All right, so we've looked at that. Now, we want to now further look at certain other concepts, especially in the Psalms. Then we will now get into the promised land in detail, a bit, a bit, because of time, we can't go in detail too much today. But we'll just go into the promised land a bit and examine it. Okay, look at the culture, all right, and how that, um, the fact that the children of Israel entered into the promised land did not mean that throughout their history they stayed there. There were times where they were taken out of the promised land. I don't know if you know that. All right, they were taken out of the promised land, all right, because they forgot how they got there. So we are going to look at that and look at how that applies to the Christian walk, all right, and Christian worship. Now look at Psalm 91. Very popular scripture. We use it to pray. Milagrastia. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Psalm 91. Can we read one to go? It says what? He that dwelleth where? 
he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I've had a lot of people say things like, oh, you need to get into the secret place. In the secret place. I mean, I've heard that stuff before. In the secret place. Oh, in the secret place. The secrets of the secret place and stuff like that. Now, I understand what they are trying to say, all right? I hope what they are trying to say is that place of solitude where you go to pray and seek the Lord. I hope that's what they are saying, all right? But you see, um, we, let's look at what does, that, what does it mean, secret place of the Most High? It says, shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Look at verse 2. It says, I will say of the Lord, he is my what? Refuge and my what? fortress, my God in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the what? Noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers and under his will shall thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid of the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flyeth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness. Alright, we'll go into that later. Nor for the destruction that wasted at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine hands I shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord which is my refuge, even the most high, thy habitation. So that means the secret place of the most high is, all right, the dwelling place of the most high, where God dwells. Is that correct? All right. So where God dwells is his secret place. So Psalm 91 says, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high. So that means there is a he that dwells there. And he has given us certain descriptions that follows this he that dwells in the secret place of the Most High. All right, we see, all right, that number one is that, all right, this person, okay, shall experience deliverance from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. Okay, we've explained many times that when we have um, in prophetic language, animals used and deliverance used to refer from animals, like when we talk about uh, behold, I give unto you authority upon serpents and scorpions. We've said many a times that serpents, scorpions, dragons is used figuratively, figuratively to refer to who? Demonic spirits. How many of you remember that? All right, good. So it says, I delivered you from the fowler. Or snare of the fowler and from the noise of pestilence, that's from diseases. He shall cover thee with his feathers. This is the guy that dwells in God's habitation. He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shall thou trust. His truth shall be thy, thy shield and thy buckler. Hallelujah. How many of you remember one of the armory of the child of God? What is the shield called? The shield of what? The shield of what? The shield of faith. Now you can see that shield here. He calls it the what? His truth shall be what? Thy shield. So what is what is faith? Faith comes by what? Hearing and hearing what? By the word of God. Hallelujah. So that means that faith is referring to in the New Testament is what the psalmist calls what? Truth. Glory to God. Alright, it says, Thy truth tr- shall be thy shield and buckler. It says, Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night. So that means the one who has made the, um, God his habitation does not walk in fear. Because perfect love casteth out what? Fear. So that means one of the things that characterizes this man that has made God his habitation is that love rules him. Faith rules him. Fear does not. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Alright. He now says, alright, thou shalt not be afraid. So no fear. Come on, say a lot. No fear here. I said no fear here. 
He said, Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flyeth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasted in new day. He says, A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. So that means this man that dwells in the secrets of the Most High dwells amongst men, but he is not one with men. So what happens to the natural man does not apply to him. Praise God, because he dwells in a supernatural place. He says, only with thine eyes shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. So that means this thousand at the right hand and the ten thousand by the uh, 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 left are wicked men. Men without the spirit. Men yielded to the devil. He says, because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, all right, thy habitation. Look at verse 10. He said, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in what? All thy ways. This is a description of the man that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high. Glory to God, all right? A description of the man who, um, uh, you know, uh, um, the, the man who God is his habitation. Praise God. Now let us examine that in a, in a deeper way. All right, so if he says the secret place of the Most High, and we say the secret place of the Most High is God's dwelling place, is the habitation of God, all right? So we now have to ask ourselves a question, where does God dwell in? Where is the dwelling place of God? Where is this secret place that I must live in to experience all of these things he's talking about? Praise God. Well, St. John's Gospel, chapter number 14. John 14. So there, you see, oh, glory to God. So the moment you understand this, you understand that there is a boldness that must come by being where you are in Christ. Glory to God. There is an openness of speech. That should accompany it. There is a confidence that should follow it. Amen. A confidence. A confidence. The believer who is not confident has not come into an understanding of some truths. The believer who is not confident has not come into a fullness of understanding. He has not been fully persuaded. He has not been fully persuaded. Hallelujah. You have to get so confident that when you talk, people accuse you of boasting. And you reply, my boasting is only in the Lord. I speak because he has said. He has said so that I may boldly say. Praise God. If I say St. John's Gospel chapter 14, now pay attention here. He says, let not your heart be troubled. Believe in my Father. He be, uh, be troubled. He says, you believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house. Now, in my Father's what? House. In my Father's what? That word house is oikia. Uh, in my Father's house. So that means the Father has a house. The psalmist calls that house the secret place. So that means, you see, because, yo, glory to God, I wish I could have, have time to just share something with you, but let, let me just share this too. You see, in the Old Testament, God's dwelling place was hidden. God's dwelling place was hidden because, you know, no man had seen God at any time. Are you following? So the way that God's dwelling, oh, it's the secret place. Oh, no one knows where it is. And, you know, uh, Moses, in, 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 in building the tabernacle, all right, trying to like, um, how do I put it? 
um, create like a typology so that they will understand it. So he built a tabernacle that was divided into three. The outer court, correct? Then the what? The holy place. Then the what? Holies of holies, right? Now, the, those who were not priests could come to the outer courts. Only the priests could go into the what? The holy place. But only the high priest could go into the holiest of all once a year. Are you seeing that? So, signifying that where God is, you can't, you can't go there. And you know how the high priest went in there? I'll tell you. When he entered into the holiest, uh, holiest of all, before he entered, he had to take incense. Okay? And burn incense. So he burned incense and he would not enter until the holiest of all is what? Filled with incense. So when he entered into the place, he couldn't see. Are you seeing that? He couldn't see. So he will go in there with the incense filling the room. Then he will now put the blood on the mercy seat seven times. And after it was done, he turned back and left. Why? What was it signifying? That what? The way into the holiest of all was not what? Opened. And the manifestation and the revelation of the person of God was not yet given and totally revealed to them. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. But now says, in my father's house, there are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. He says, I go to what? Prepare a place for you. Where is he going to prepare the place for? In his father's dwelling place. In my father's house. My father's oikia. My father's dwelling place. There are many rooms. So now, now, now. <laughs> Praise the Lord. You know, many folks actually think that there are mansions in heaven. So when it says, in my father's house, there are many mansions. I heard someone say something. He says, he says the Bible says in heaven there are mansions. There, I believe it. Nobody's going to bring all this, uh, all this Christocentric uh, new, new revelation to try to rob. I'm like, guy, calm down. Calm down. Nobody's changing anything. It's what is inside there we are explaining to you. Hallelujah. Because it's, it's, it's King James that is putting us in all these problems. It's just King James, King James' problem. Because you know now, when he says, in my, how can you say, wait, guys, think about it now. He said, in my father's house, there are many mansions. How can there be mansions inside a house? Praise God. It doesn't make any sense. Have you ever seen mansions inside a house? Amen? Mansion, it, it communicates a giant residence. Is that correct? So how can you say, if you say in my father's compounds, there are many mansions. I get that. But he said, in my father's house, there are many mansions. So you have to now study the root words. You know, when he says in my father's house, what house there is Oikea, that's a dwelling place. All right. Then now says there are many mansions. The word mansions there is topos, and that's room, room. So what he's saying is that in my father's building, in my father's house, there are many rooms inside. Praise God. Praise God. All right. In my father's house, in my father's building, there are rooms. He now says, I am going to prepare a way for you. What is he saying? There are rooms inside, but the way in for you is not there. So he's going to prepare a place for us. Are you following? Now, why is it that there was, he's going to prepare a place? Because that place was available to Adam in Genesis. Adam didn't take the place. Are you following? So, now, all true from Genesis, then in Exodus, 
He's showing us in the restriction to the high priest, in the restriction to the priest, in the restriction to the children of Israel, in that they could not enter into the tabernacle of Moses anytime they wanted, showing us that that place was not yet made. Are you following? But he now, oh, glory to God. God, in trying to show the nation of Israel that it was not always his plan for there to be a restriction, that the, that was not the plan. He, 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 he ordained something called the tabernacle of David. You know, I'm having you know that there's something called the tabernacle of David. I'm having you know before that, oh, hallelujah. I'm having you know that after the children of Israel were in the wilderness, then they came to Canaan before the Temple of Solomon was built. And after the tabernacle of Moses, you know, you know, kind of like came down, there was an intermediary tabernacle called the Tabernacle of David. How many of you know that? All right. David danced before that tabernacle, all right, and offered sacrifice before that tabernacle. You understand? He did all of that. And David sat before the mercy seat. You understand? It was allowed. And God didn't strike David dead. God didn't strike. What was God telling us? God was telling us that because David had an understanding of what? Of the new covenant. Praise God. That man that came in through faith in the Messiah would be able to sit in God's presence. Praise God. And the way was only locked to those who were not coming through who? Through who? The Messiah. So you now find out that in the prophets, it now says, I will build again the tabernacle of what? Of David and all the Gentile nations shall do what? Flow into it. Praise God. Why is it that the Gentile nations can flow in the tabernacle of David? Well, because, well, you know, they're coming by faith. They are not coming by some laws. Praise God. All right, let's continue. John 14. Praise the Lord. Aha. Uh -huh. Yeah. Where was I? Verse what? Verse what? Verse 2. He said, I go to prepare a place for you. I go to prepare a place for you. Now, notice, I want to show you something. There are many. Hold on. I don't know why this is doing this. All right. So it says, um, In my father's house, there are many mansions. All right. That word mansions is the word money, not topos. Money. Money means residences. It now says, If it were not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. The word place there is the Greek topos, and topos means, all right, place. I'm going to prepare a place for you. I am going to prepare a place for you, a location for you. Glory to God. All right, a location for you or a home for you. Praise God. Now look at what it now says. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be what? Also. For now says, and whither I go, ye know. And the way ye know. Thomas said unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest. And how can we know the way? Jesus said unto him, I am what? The way the truth and the life. So I am the way to that place I'm going to prepare. Are you seeing that? I am the way. I am the way. All right? I am the way. Now, this way that Jesus is, where is he leading us to? Look at it. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He says, no man cometh unto the Father, but what? By me. You see that? If ye had known me, ye should have known my Father also. 
And from henceforth ye know him, and have what? Seen him. Philip said unto, unto him, Lord, show us the Father, and we are satisfied. And sufficed us. Jesus said unto him, have I been so long time with you? These guys are asking for the Father. Jesus said, you've seen him. Amen. He said, have I been so long with you, and you have not known me? All right, if you had known me, you should have known my Father also. And from henceforth you know him, and have seen him. Philip said unto him, Lord, show us the Father and the Father. Jesus said unto him, have I been so long with, with you, and yet hast thou not known me, Philip? Ye, he, he that hath seen me, hath seen the Father, and how sayest thou then, show us the Father? This is where we are going, 10. Believest thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father in what? In me. The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that what? Dwelleth where? So where is the habitation of the Father? In Christ. Praise the Lord. Where is the habitation of the Father? I said, where is the habitation of the Father? Okay, let's look at Pauline confirmation. Colossians chapter 2. Colossians chapter number 2. Verse 9. It says, For in him, in who? In Christ. For in him dwelleth all what? The fullness of the Godhead bodily. So, the secret place of the Most High is where? Talk to me, is where? The secret place of the Most High is what? Is Christ. So, who is he that dwells there? Talk to me now. Who is he that dwells there? The believer. Tell out, I dwell in the secret place of the Most High God. I want you to scream that as though you're on the one rooftop. I dwell in the secret place of the Most High. I abide under the shadow of the Almighty. A thousand shall fall by my side. Ten thousand at my right hand. But it shall not come near me. Glory to God. Glory to God. You're going on the road. They said they are kidnapping people. Hallelujah. Oh, I dwell in the secret place of the Most High. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I fear no evil. Hallelujah. Say that with me. I fear no evil. Come on. I fear no evil. I fear no evil. I fear no evil. COVID is out there. The Bible says what? Noisome pestilence shall not touch me. Why? I dwell in the secret place of the Most High. Now, let me tell you something. You might say, but pastor, all right? Pastor, I, I, I know a lot of Christians that have found themselves in some this and some that. And now, let me tell you something. Listen. I am not God. I don't know what those believers believe. All I know is this that God will not allow you to enter into a situation where there is no way of escape? Did you hear what I said? James 1. Hey, listen. No matter where you are in, no matter the issue, there is a way out. Did you hear what I said? There is a way out. There is a way out. James 1, 
For the man that dwells in the secret place, there is a way out. Remember, he says that he will give his angels. Hallelujah. So that means the man who dwells in the secret place of the Most High have angels attending to him. It is a consciousness you must have. James 1, I want to show you something. I was listening to a man of God. He was saying a testimony. Very interesting testimony. He was saying his testimony. He said, the one time he was praying. And while he was praying, the Lord led him to, uh, he had one Kai light. And you know, there's something I found about the Lord. <laughs> you know that thing that you like, that you want to make an idol of? You tell you to give it out. I don't even know what I'm talking about. Yeah. That thing you like. No, it's not against us liking stuff. But you see, when you like something, you know, you can like something to the point that it's an idol. You know, for example, that bag you buy, that is 250000 hmm? Then you now hide it in one room. One special room in your house. Nobody must enter that place because of this bag that we must now worship. Omini bag. We must worship it. You wear it out once. And there's a matching dress. And when you wear it, you are now like, ah, thank you, Lord. You understand? You are walking in the air because of this thing you wore. Don't worry, continue. One day, as you are in deep worship, you will just hear the voice of the Lord. I want Isaac. <laughs> now you're here, I want Isaac. You say, Lord, I don't have anybody called Isaac. That bag. Then you know the thing that the, the Lord do. He will now lead you to give it to the person you don't like the most. That person you have been swearing for. That person you don't wish were. You understand? And as you go and sow it to the best, you will grow. You, you. I cast it out. Robo shit about you. They can't shake anything. He said, Give it. Anytime you enter the spirit, give the bag. I want it. When you are worshiping, give it. There's something I found about the Lord. Until the last instruction is obeyed, there is no new one. So when he tells you give something, you are not living. You now say, you now come and talk about it. You see, my son. Submission to my will is part of worship. You will not go like that. You don't listen. You will now happen to be scrolling on social media. And the message that will catch your attention is honor to the Lord in submission. You will enter a radio. A talk host will be talking about something. You know, you see, like my pastor said on Sunday that, you know, Partial obedience is this. Oh, it's God that is talking to you. <laughs> so, this man of God, God told me, I said, ah. he said, No, no, Lord, it can't be that one. Now. He gave the car. So, his mother was supposed to come in to Lagos. The mother does not like flying, like my mother. My mother doesn't like flying. My mother used to fly. There was a time she was traveling from London, I believe, to New York or something like that. So as she was traveling, this was in the 80s. As she was traveling, the flight had problem. I remember I've been in a, in a airplane and there was turbulence. 
I've been warned. When things just did like this. You see, you see, that's when you know people's true religion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm serious. In turbulence. You know, you, that's why you say an allergy. You understand? Calling Jesus. I'm serious. Oh, Jesus! You know, everybody just call you. You get. Even the 80s, we just, who are we calling? No. <laughs> Let's call somebody. <laughs> so she had turbulence, and she said she would never fly again. You know, that's my mom. If my mom asked, she would just enter button. And she inflicted me with that fear. Oh, be careful what you collect from your parents. How many of you know what I'm talking about? Be very careful. Some parents pass across the fear of failed marriage into their children. They pass across the fear of not succeeding financially. They pass across the fear of poverty. So the battles they fought and not win, they will pass it. It's not devil, though, it's your parents. They will program it into you. Praise God. So you just see your parents, sometimes some, some parents will pass across tribalism. You see, and you know, they don't tell you, hmm, these Yoruba people, or these Igbo people, or these Asa people. <laughs> and God will now bring brother or sister. Ha! Correct person! God is black, you know, the person's head is correct. Are you putting on Sam say? The guy is correct, guy is correct person. Speaks in tongues, loves the Lord, works good in good places, doesn't spend, doesn't gamble. You understand? You know, he's sticking kingdom. But the only bot that you elect that was able to throw up <laughs> was the tribe. You say he's Igbo. So what? Eh, he's Yoba. Oh, so what? Is he born again? Is he a temple of living God? Does he dwell in the secret place of Mosai? That means people are in the same address. What's the problem? Eh, eh, uh, my parents will not accept. Uh, I feel for you. <laughs> so you're not going to accept one person. That is from your tribe. He said it's not correct. Praise God. And you now say, to serve me food, you must kneel down. It's your husband. Congratulations. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How did I get here? <laughs> what was I saying that was the man of God? So one time, so the wife mother was traveling. From the east to Lagos in the bus. So as they're traveling, a vehicle uh, that was driven by a drunk guy, the guy drove and swerved into the path of the bus. So the bus guy in trying to avoid hitting, you know, and the vehicle was tumbling. But the woman, she said she doesn't know what happened. But she found herself outside, that's the mother of the prophet, found herself outside of the bus. She saw a man, tall guy in white, drag her out of the bus, put her outside of the bus, and the bus was stumbling. And while the bus was stumbling, she was now thinking of, hey, my Lord, your Lord. (laughs) Everybody in the bus died, except her. Then I say, couldn't the angel... Save everybody. I don't know the answer to that question. All I know is what I... You understand what I'm saying? Hmm. Let me tell you something. See. There is a way out. Look at them and say there's a way out. There's a way out. There is not no such thing as it is, this is lost cause. I will... No, sir. There is a way out. Do you dwell in the secret place of the most high? If the answer is yes, there's a way out. Are you in Christ Jesus? Then there is a way out. 
I was showing James 1. Let's look at it. James 1. Hallelujah. Praise God. Ah, uh, okay. Now look at what he says here in James 1. He says, from verse 12, he says, Blessed is the man that endureth temptation, for when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life which the Lord hath promised to them that love him. 13. He says, Let no man say, when he is tempted, I am tempted of God. For God cannot be tempted with evil, neither tempted he any man. But every man, all right, is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Then when lust hath conceived, it bringeth forth sin, and sin, when it is finished, bringeth forward death. Do not err, my beloved brethren, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, and cometh down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no what? Variableness, and what? Shadow of what? Of turning. Now, now this is, first, we see here that when you have challenges or temptations, you know the temptations here are of two folds. There's a temptation that um, is not talking about sin in this, in this context. I don't know if you know that. Should we, should we go back there? Should we go back there and see? It's not, you know. So look at, there's a temptation when he's talking about uh, verse 12. He said, blessed is the man that what? Endureth temptation. Are you seeing that? Yeah. All right. Endureth temptation. So this temptation is talking about persecution. To endure it. Okay. All right. For when he is tried, he shall receive what? The crown of life, which the Lord had promised to them that what? Love him. Now, in 13, it's now said, let no man say when he is what? Tempted. So you see, there is enduring temptation and there is when the man is tempted. Are you seeing this? So the temptation is talking about, in the second part, it's talking about temptation that comes through sin. And he's saying, when that man is tempted, don't say it is God that is tempting you because it is not God that brings evil to you. God does not tempt men with sin. Praise the Lord. All right. And in that book, that in fact, the fact that God is not the one that is tempting you with sin, all right, it means that there is a way out of it. Hallelujah. There is a way out of it. Even when it comes to persecution, there is a way out of it. What is the way out of persecution? All right, endurance. So that you change your perception in that you do not see the persecution as God's, uh, uh, of God's, as God's unfaithfulness towards you. No. Glory to God. See the persecution as an opportunity to demonstrate your ever-abiding faith in Christ Jesus. You see that? So that means you are saying that, yes, this persecution is coming against me because of my faith, and I am going to endure it and pass it. By what? Not deny my Lord. Are you seeing that? It's a change of perspective. So, for example, Paul was... Uh, 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 was told by the Spirit that if he went to Jerusalem, he was going to be what? Captured and taken to Rome. Is that correct? Now, all right, Paul was told by the Spirit. Several people prophesied it. Agabus came and prophesied it. Yet, Paul went to Jerusalem. Why? 
Paul said, I consider it a great honor and privilege to be what? To be arrested because of the gospel. So I will not change my plan and the plan of God for my life because there's an arrest looming. Are you seeing that? Now, another person will hear that instruction and do what? Not go to Jerusalem. And say, okay, oh, God has delivered me. Are you following? See deliverance from God, though, but has missed an opportunity. Because Paul's going to Jerusalem and him being eventually taken to Rome was what eventually led to the Roman kingdom opening up to Christianity. That sacrifice. Everybody say perception. Your understanding of the dealings of God will be incomplete if you always judge the faithfulness of God by dollar and naira. When you tokenize it, your understanding of the dealings of God will be incomplete. Because if you always judge God's faithfulness by how fat your bank account is, you will not understand that at times God will lead you through dry places. And that leading through dry places is not evil. Praise God. He says, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Is that what he said? So that means there are times where you are led to the valley of the shadow. What are you supposed to do? You are supposed to, like Paul and Silas, praise him in the jail cell. Same way you praise him in the palace. But our understanding of the dealings of God has always been that we praise God for when things are good or appear good from our point of view. But sister, brother, you things could be good from your point of view and you are outside of God's plan. Because God doesn't think like you in your unrenewed self. God thinks in accordance with his plan. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. So the believer is he that dwells in the secret place. Now listen. One of the major things. Oh, time is fast spent. I have 15 more minutes. Listen. One of the major things. Or one of the major benefits of dwelling in the secret place of the Most High is that you, are, you, you, you abide under the shadow of the word of the Almighty. The shadow of the Almighty is talking about the presence of God. Praise God. The shadow of the Almighty is talking about the presence of God. All right, talking about the presence of God. And the presence of God, when we see that in Scripture, that's the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit is the one that communicates the presence of God to us. Amen. Now look at this. Acts chapter number 2 and 38. So, because when we're talking about having a residence in God, it also means that God has a residence in us. Do you know, how many of you actually know, listen, how many of you actually know that you are going to be, or you are the temple of God forever. How I many of you know that? How I many of you know you're the temple of God forever? The Holy Spirit is going to, is in you forever. I, I, don't, I don't know where you understand what I'm saying. It's forever. It's not for a while. It's forever. It's not until Jesus comes back. No, it is forever. Glory to God. You know this song that says, Thank you, oh my Father, 
forgiving us your son and leaving your spirit here till the walk of that's his, his forever he's living his spirit forever so when a man dies the bible says the man sleeps do you know why it says sleep because though you don't see that man in this dimension in the realm of god the guy is very alive that's why you must be careful and tone down how you cry when somebody dies, if he is in Christ. You cannot be crying as though you don't have hope. Are you following what I'm saying? Don't cry as though you don't have hope. Now, I understand you're crying because you miss the person. But listen, it is not a bye-bye. It's bye-bye for now. You're going to see that person again. Hallelujah. You know, one of the things that, you know, I lost my sister, my junior sister in 2005. The way God delivered me from the pain is what I'm telling you. Because I was close to my junior sister. If my junior sister was alive, she would have been doing ministry with me. That one is certain. My junior sister, ah, I got a feel with the Holy Ghost, talking in tongues, you know. She was, in fact, when I was doing, I started doing ministry quite, you know, I, started, I, I started doing ministry in 2000. So um, I had this, um, there was this um, youth, youth church. In Redeemed Christian Church of God, then Power Assembly, Idim uh, Ejigo. All right. So my, my junior sister was in the choir. So she, you know, the choir and all. So we were doing ministry together. So when she died in 2005, it was so painful. Because I just heard, held a crusade where people were healed. Your sister died. She was died. And she died in my arms. And she was there. You know, I held her in, in the bed in loot. I was speaking in tongues, oh, like, you understand? And she died. Later, I found out that the silly people in Lut did not detect that she was reacting to the blood. You understand? I, you know, I was in 300 level medical school. So when it was until when I got to my final year and began to practice medicine, I like, oh, God, that's what happened. Because when they were transfusing her, she was telling me, and I don't feel okay. You understand? And that made it worse. I don't know if you understand. It made it worse. Like, ah! If I had known, I would have stopped it. Then giving 100 me, um, um, IV normal cell line, 500 me start. Then I, you know, I need that dexamethasone to stop the reaction. I knew what to do. Praise the Lord. This was how the Lord delivered me from the pain. He said, Femi, Bosola is with me. You see her again. That's what it would be. Stop, 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 stop acting as though you lost her. You see her again. And the peace of God and the presence of God just took that pain away. Hallelujah. Every time I go home and I see a picture on the wall of my dad's uh, 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 family house, I see the picture there. I will see you again. No problem. I'll see you again. Praise God. I said, praise God. I said, praise God. So we are the house of God forever. Not for a short time. Forever. Praise the Lord. Now, what, ha what, 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 when we became, when we found ourselves in the secret place of the Most High, what benefit did we receive? Now look at Acts 2.38. Remember random. It says, Acts 2.38, the 
journey of a Christian and how it goes is going to be largely influenced by what I want to tell you now. The relationship with the Holy Spirit. The reason why some folks see Christianity as a religion is because of the absence of a relationship with the Holy Spirit. The reason why you could come to church and be bound in some sin, all right, is because of a lack of a relationship with the Holy Spirit. The reason why you could uh, have oppression of devils in your life. Now listen to me, everybody look at me. Yes, the believer in Christ, born again, born of God, more than conquerors, all of that. But if you do not understand how to use authority in Christ, devils will show you shaky. Someone said to me, ah, I, I remember I, was, I, I, was, I put a post on social media once. Then one of my classmates, you know, because I'm a doctor, I'm a medical doctor, you know, and many doctors used to form intellectual. So this guy comes and tells me, he says, oh, you're, you believe in witches and wizards. In 20, I, I said, hey, guy. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I said, this is Africa. Amen. And I, 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 I know I, I just started ministry a short while ago, like 15 years. Right? Look, brethren, demonic activities are real. I'm not talking, I'm talking, what are you talking? Hey, they are real. Real. Sometimes when we are having power service, I am the one that does not allow devils fully express themselves. Have you ever seen any in our services? I don't let it happen. Because I can I can determine it. I don't like I don't let I don't, why? Because there's no purpose. There's, it doesn't benefit anything. What's the purpose? What we have to be like, see, I don't need devils like cinema, they like devils like attention. You understand? So have you noticed all those services where who I am I am Shukurukutu, the queen of the end coast? You know so see they like camera, they like all those things. Why? Because when you see those things and you are seeing that vivid manifestation, the truth is this, the first thing that hits you is fear. That's the first thing that hits you. Hey! That's the first thing that hits you. You understand the first thing that hey! Then they now come and be saying things like, I entered through attachment. You hold your own attachment. <laughs> I used to hold deliverance services back then, way back. So this thing used to happen in my services there because I, I didn't know as much as I know now. You, you won't believe it, eh? This man that I'm looking at, I used to at a point, used to deliver people's attachments. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm telling you. They, oh, yeah, they'll bring it. You see, man of God, help us check. Is it demonic? <laughs> <laughs> then I'll hold it like this. Tabarako, Sapphire. It's not. <laughs> then they will bring drink. I'm not lying to you. God is my witness. That was the level of no, I had there. They will bring ring. You know, is it is it demonic? Is it because then I used to be teach that demons were also in ring. You know, in gold and the issue that gold 
because I was influenced by MFM. Yeah. I was influenced by MFM a lot. Oh, let me give you some, let me give you some two minutes background so you understand the background. You see, <laughs> I got born again in 1995. And in 1995, my dad lost his job. All right. Now, I got born again in 1995. I must have gotten born again before that. Okay. But I got born again, again, and again, and again, and again, and again. Because we wanted to be sure. Are you following what I'm saying? <laughs> so whenever a TV preacher gave an altar call, we responded. Then when we went to a service, and we responded. And you know, and now we responded because of the altar call. Come on, when somebody, come on, man. What are you talking about? The guy goes and says, if you are not sure, and you know, and you know, and you know, and you know, and you know that if the rapture sounds right now, you know, and it, it, nobody comes out. He now tells him, you know, 99.9% .9 is failed with God. Did you lie or something? Come and get it. I'm heavy. We will come out. So we came out again and again and again and again. When we went for Kumui, so we said, it's Kumui. If we come out doing Kumui, the salvation will be established. We came out. And we came out also. Until I finally had this thing, I'm born again. Ah! <laughs> So during that period, my dad got a lot of this fire in the world, this MFM publication. So it was how I grew, because that's, I used those prayer points to pray. Are you following? So if you read fire in the world, oh my God, battle cry. There's one on our called battle cry, fire in the world. Then I had all of the books, the demonic and deliverance from serpentine spirit. I read all those books. So when I came out as a minister, are you following? I had PhD in prayer points. I knew how to call prayer points. Praise God. I released, you say, say after me, oh God, say it three times, oh God, oh God, oh God. I released an interballistic missile against any witchcraft covenant from my father's house now. In the name of the, open your mouth and be, ah, hey, hey, I was good though. I was very good. Praise the Lord. Ah, yes, very, very good. So that was the influence. And when I was not filled with the Holy Ghost, I used to pray. Three, you know, their prayer points. They had 1,000 prayer bullets. It was, in, it was a, listen. I would take it, for, I would do 12 to 4 with that prayer point. No tongues. Just repeating prayer. Praise God. Ah, We got some results, though, before you laugh at us. You know. <laughs> we got some results. Hallelujah. But what I'm telling you is, if you do not know how to exercise your authority in Christ, you will experience oppression. Let me tell you something. If you see any form, listen to me, any form, you must be, you must have a spiritual military stand against any form of oppression of any kind. Where you find that you are not enjoying the fullness of the blessings in Christ. You must have a, take a military, do you understand? A military stand against it in prayer. Hallelujah. Don't rationalize it. Don't explain it away. Don't say it's coincidence. No, sir. Praise God. It's in your grandfather, it's in your father, it's nine. You say it's coincidence, it's genetic. Brother, you better pray. You say, No, I am not of this natural lineage. 
The Bible says, I am what? Of God. Therefore, God's genes are in me. Hallelujah. I fully and completely express, glory to God, the divine genetic attributes of my father. Are you following what I'm talking about? You, th- you insist on it in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There are some folks, it doesn't matter who's president. If it can be Buari, it can be Jonathan, it can be anyone. They won't buy a car. They won't. Listen, it doesn't matter. They can look, they can it doesn't matter. I'll tell you so that I'm close because of time. See, I told you my father lost his job in 95. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. I'll tell you how we got out of it. My dad, my mom comes from a rich family. From a royal family. The funny thing was, why my daddy was without a job, there were people that could help him in my mom's family. But they just, for some reason, didn't help. You understand? They just, for some reason... Everybody in my dad's family just have this problem. You know, you'll be seeing it. You know, and all for sort of this. Thing. I, I, I said, I started seeing this thing. So I got some, had some spiritual intelligence. You understand? You know, and I began to pray. I got, and I got filled with the Spirit of God. I got filled with the Spirit of God in June of 2000. I began to pray. I started doing all nights. I said, this thing must change. It must change. This thing must break. My mom was the breadwinner. I said, no, sir, it's not acceptable. It must change. Praise the Lord. Yeah, it must change. I was, how old was I? 15 years old. I said, it must change. Go, get praying. Many nights, I won't sleep in our house. Because our house, we moved into an uncompleted building. That's where we lived. We lived in an uncompleted building without nets, with two C-class. The first time we moved into the building... A snake visited us. Do you understand? Because we didn't have a ceiling. So we could only see the roof. So there was a snake. That's how we lived. No toilet. What we had was a pit in the uncompleted building. So we've had it rough. I know what I'm talking about. I'm not, I know what I'm saying. Ha! We went to pray. And the relative that was not helping before just awakened one day and helped. And that was it. And me, as I see me like this, I have taken a military stand against what I saw. I grew up, you understand? I said, it will never happen. Never. It will uh, never. It won't happen. Glory to God. Ah. We heard you. It will never happen. Praise God. If I sniff it in the spirit, I will take it out. You cannot be playing, you can't be careless with spiritual things. Hallelujah. Yeah. David said, you trained my hands to war. So that I can leap over a wall. There is a war to fight, sir. Praise God. Praise God. Yeah. The Bible says, if your strength fail you in the day of adversity, your strength is what? Small. There are days of enjoyment, but they have adversity, it will come. But when it comes, you must be ready. Hallelujah. Your defenses in check, ready. It's not the day of war, you'll be preparing to build defenses. Glory to God. I said, glory to God. Glory to God. 
So the Holy Ghost is our advantage. And next week, during the Thanksgiving, I will show you how to activate the presence of God that is in you. To manifest the power of God that is in you. There are laws of transmission. There are laws of manifestation. Just as there are laws of electricity that determines that you, how you can enjoy it. If you don't, I know I got home one time, someone had messed up with our generator. So you know the plug? You know this plug stuff? All right, so I got home and plugged the gen. The gen was on. Pay attention to this analogy. The gen was on. We plugged, put the plug, you know, the wire that connects to the house. We plugged it. But when we plugged it, I went in, there was no light. But the gen was on. The chain was on. I was like, why is there no light? So, I went. I took the plug. <laughs> I hate doing that. I like calling somebody to, I'll pay you, I'll do it. Because I don't like those kind of stress. But there, it was lit. It was around 10. And I was tired. I was not going to sleep with that light. So, I took the plug. Took a screwdriver. Is this screwdriver I call that thing? No, not tester. Huh? No, there's one that is not that doesn't test light. It's just a, just like you can remove this one and put it like this. And it's a screwdriver, yeah. So, so this screwdriver brought it in out. Then, then I now noticed that one of the wires had bonds, so it was not connecting to the screw. So I had to do that, bend everything, and put it back. Then when I plugged it, put on the gen, there was light. What does that tell you? The, the fact that you have the power of God inside of you, walking, does not mean that you will have manifestation outside of you. There are principles that must be engaged, one of which is faith, to bring about a manifestation of the power working inside you, outside you. Every believer must learn it. You don't need to be running to pastor all the time. You must learn how. You must learn it. Praise God. Hallelujah. You must learn it. You must learn it. You must learn it. One time I woke up, my wife was in serious pain. Serious pain. I was like, ah, going? She was holding her stomach, something, something. I said, What happened? You know, that's not a time to be romantic. You know, there's romance. Oh, baby, sorry, baby. Oh, baby, let me carry you, baby. Let's go to. Yes, that one. After I was doing that one, I was like, ah, where am I going to? What's all this one? And ah, what's this one? What's this one? <laughs> I'm like, I mean, baby, baby, and she was just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, hon, do you want to receive your healing? Yes. Hallelujah. <laughs> I said, okay, good. I'm going to minister the power of God to you. The power of God is on my hand. All right, and when I minister the power of God to you, you go into your body and this thing. Are you ready? Say yes. Thank God I have wife that has sense. Because some people say, leave that thing, Joe. You see, that leave that thing that you are doing to your husband that is anointed is dishonor. Is what? You can never receive spiritual things from that person. And if some women understood how God works, ah, the, the word from your husband is powerful. Your husband is your prophet. Ah. Hi. 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 
If you have a husband, you don't need to go and be going for pastor for prophetic quarters. Those go, your husband. Your husband. And same to your husband, your wife. You want to do a particular deal. You understand? Just come, honey, come. Oh, yeah, come and speak. She said, leave me. Leave me. Just wait. Oh, yeah. Speak. Just speak concerning this thing. Yeah, just talk. I'm, say, I'm telling you. Because in the realm of the spirit, they are one. They are one. Praise God. They are one. And she talks like this. In the name of Jesus, I pray for my husband. I declare that everything he puts his hand on is blessed. And the husband is declaring on his wife too. Sometimes, I don't know about some of my people, I might have sometimes you are moved to pray for your spouse. You just moved. You just, you just, what was that? Whoa, 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 whoa. What's going on here? What am I saying? You, know, you just moved. Hey, okay, come on, let's pray. There are times like I move to pray for my spouse. I lay hands on my mouth, she goes on on the power. Someone listened to my wife one time preach, and the person said, That's not Tolani. No, that's not Tolani. That, that, that's Pastor Tolani. I said, Yeah, why we activated that? Come on, praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Let's, you know, yeah. Take advantage of what you have in Christ. You have a lot. So you must learn how to make that thing manifested. Hallelujah. You must learn it. Eh? Okay, you poor, you're married now. Then there's this issue. There's been an abortion. All right. Oh, and they said that this, ah, 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 ah. No, 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 no. That one, you will not accept it in Jesus' name. You will not accept it. You will cooperate with the doctors, but this thing, it will stop. Amen? It must stop. I had a case like that. The, one of my daughters, she said, eh, we got pregnant. We lost the first one. She, she lives in, in Nike. Kingdom. We lost the first one. And the second one, they said this. I, I said, eh, 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 eh. I'm not. I said, call your husband. Yeah, call him. Call him. Well, yeah, both of you come. Let's do WhatsApp call. I said, eh, eh. Because, you know, we've pet the first time. We've encouraged in the loss. I said, eh, eh, eh. we're not doing this one again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come. Yeah, come. We are going to stop this thing now. It stops now. I was angry. I was angry. And we stopped it. She has a child. I've forgotten the name of the child, but she has a child now. Nice story. <laughs> Glory to God. Ah, beautiful child. So then I asked the child, I call, how, is, how is she doing? Fine, good. Praise God. Look at him and say, nonsense is not permitted. Nonsense is not permitted. I have authority. In the name of Jesus. And I exercise it. Hallelujah. Next week, I will also talk to you about the office of the king and the office of the priest. How both must be in tandem for full manifestation of God's power. Glory to God. And I'll teach you how to operate in both offices efficiently. Amen? Amen. Lift up your hands and bless his name. We are out of time. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Speaking of that tongues, bless his holy name. Man takara babahaya. Reto labia kupratis. Nandiki. Numangra de daka. Man tobre. Lubra daka saya. Rabetra bandala kauriata. 
You have just listened to a message by Reverend Dr. Femi Olale of Oikea Christian Center. For other messages, visit our website at www.oikeacc.org. Remain blessed.